For some reason, I've had a real uh, Minnesota-esque sounding voice. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, and I don't know how I've been doing it. <laughs> and then I had a, a Lyft driver that was talking to me, and I was like, she was like, oh, I'm from Wisconsin or something. And I was like, oh. I've, I've summoned her. <laughs> Teach me your I've, ways. I've summoned her. <laughs> but when she said it, the first thing I remembered was that song where it's like, I'll buy you a mansion all the way up in Wisconsin. <laughs> Who was that? Well, that was T-Pain, right? I think so, yeah. For joining us once again on the Delco Young Democast. My name is Mike Deva. It is so awesome to talk to you guys again. I'm very tired. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking when you were saying that? Mm. We should do what NPR does, where it's like, or what is it? It's not fresh air, where it's like, thank you for joining us. It's 3 30 on Sunday, November 11th, and we like timestamp it. I really um, wanted us to say it was Saturday yeah, at 5 a.m. Because then, because the problem is, then people know how long it takes me to edit this shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But <laughs> joining me here today in the podcast, Dubliet, we have, for the first time in a little while, Pasquale Cipollone. How you feeling? I'm breathing. <laughs> you found you found I a little to go on I for didn't, I didn't, 12 hours. I didn't realize the blue wave was uh, also that jug you find at the bottom shelf in the vodka <laughs> section at wine and spirits it actually comes in in a fishbowl with oh, a little yeah. paper umbrella and a couple oh, of straws heavens, <laughs> heavens <no. laughs> also joining amanda hammock how are you i think i am the same way all of us are we're just like i think this is the day where everyone feels it and we're just like no i just laid down in a parking lot i was lot gonna say i just saw i just saw the photo of you laying on the ground in the plymouth meeting hall parking lot it's good the for your immune system the conversation some gentleman walked by he's like are you all right and i was like i'm fine i'm fine democracy <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> yeah he'll, you'll, yeah yeah you'll Monko never. understands they but were like cool. we got you you're coming up it's delco cool. it's good <laughs> also joining us because we decided to give him a microphone for veterans day brian hammock how you hello feeling? i am tired <laughs> and i have no idea where they were thinking giving me this microphone today <laughs> that's cool <laughs> <laughs> later later on in the show we will give you the floor sir but uh, <laughs> okay. before we do that obviously we haven't had a chance to really talk to anybody since the election on tuesday oh, wow. which holy shit yeah, yeah it was okay shit. it was oh, god. fine oh, god, it, was okay. don't it was all right i guess i mean if you're into that thing i oh, you know god. what that that was a bullet train that just i'm, I'm not even sure it stopped yet like uh, no you need like foam bit. bats in here so when people say things like that you just whack them with it like what are you thinking <laughs> No, it, uh, it turned out being uh, a beautiful thing. I have some numbers here because I really wanted to get Amanda's reaction to them. Um, we had uh, out of uh, 403,385 registered voters in Delaware County for 2018, uh, our turnout uh, was approximately 242,000, uh, giving us a number of right about 60% voter turnout yeah. for the county. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> I someone gave me I forget who it was. Someone gave me the voter turnout for the one sixty fifth at about like 
think it was like four or five o'clock, and they had said sixty-eight percent turnout for the one sixty-fifth. Yeah, and precincts. you and I look at each other and go like, <laughs> "Now, are you accounting for the nine hundred fraudulent votes that I committed myself personally?" <laughs> <laughs> this counts everything. This counts the people that we bust in from out of state and everything. So. I heard, I heard the, the Philadelphia <laughs> dark money people. Yeah, yeah. You know. well, you know, I heard that migrant caravan made it all the way to Delaware County yeah. to vote. It was, it was, it was fantastic. So to put the to put that in perspective, what really got me, I knew we were like well beyond when someone sent me a text at ten o'clock in the morning. It was actually Lisa Goldstein. She was like, There's like three hundred and eighty people have already voted. And okay, I know it's Radner, but three hundred and some odd people had already voted by like ten o'clock in the morning and I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. We saw a hundred people within the first 15 minutes of a poll opening in mm-hmm. ours. My wife my wife was in line when the polls opened at 7 a.m. and she was like number 20-something. It's wow. crazy. Yeah. And, and then, you know, of course I'm going like, oh, okay, 300 and some odd people at 10 a.m. It'll slow down because it's torrential nope. and it nope. just got... I don't want to say worse because it wasn't worse. It just kept going and going and going. We were running out of sample ballots. How did Upper Darby do? Upper Darby fucking crushed it. We <laughs> ran out of sample ballots. Yeah. Three, two, three, four times in some places. Nice. Some places. That is that's, insane. That's amazing. So that turnout and and those numbers make me just giggle and yeah. all sorts of yay. I was uh, wrong. This is one of the this is one of the higher uh, turnout elections. Uh, one of the higher turnout midterm elections ever. Um, a couple other interesting statistics, just because I love throwing numbers at you guys. Um, according to uh, Pew Research, uh, among voters who said this was their first midterm election that they ever voted in, uh, 62% voted for the Democratic candidate and 36% voted for the Republican. So that's that's a nationwide average. So that includes places like fucking, you know, <laughs> North Dakota and fucking it doesn't Alabama. include florida it does not include florida <laughs> florida, florida, florida doesn't a, know yet it's still recounting florida's a special place florida's still trying to figure itself out <laughs> um the age divide uh was also pretty interesting um young voter turnout was around 32 percent uh which doesn't sound great and frankly it's not um however uh that is the highest uh young voter turnout and we're talking 18 to 29 right uh, the highest young voter turnout uh, since the voting age was lowered to 18 in the year 1971. Yeah. Eat it, uh, people that keep yelling at young people. I mean, it's it's moving. In fairness, that's still only like a third of the young people yeah, in the country up. voted. We're but up. I like that the number went up. Exactly. Yeah. It's absolutely going in the right direction. It was like 10 percentage points higher than 2014. But a, so. third, a third of young people is still like huge in comparison to what we have currently. Moves the fucking needle. Moves the needle real substantially. Well, maybe it should be pointed out too, because I've seen this on Facebook. A lot of young people thought that if they took a voting poll on Facebook or Twitter, that that means they voted. I hope you're fucking lying to me right I'm now. I'm not. Oh my god. I'm not even gonna go look at my <laughs> yeah. phone to see where that's at. Um, I'm just like, I just cannot no. recall. I'm gonna go the, back to Monco and lay wait, in the parking yeah, lot we're again. Going back and to Monco wait. with that. Was, wait, yes, yes. You mean that didn't count? No, that didn't count. <laughs> So I should have voted. You still had to Is go to the Is that where you put the yeah. caravan? You told him to vote on Facebook, right? Seriously? I did. I God did. damn it. This is why we can't have nice things, guys. <laughs> you, I don't even know how to spell vote. Oh, my God. V-O-A-T. You, you, you are just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I, I, no, I don't. No, I don't. I've celebrated enough. 
Actually, I'm getting, out of, I'm getting a kick out of Amanda's uh, mic over here. Having, it needs like Viagra or something. Keeps, it keeps, oh, yeah. Down yeah. Fucking, yeah, it keeps <laughs> yeah. dripping on you. It's fine. I just don't want to mess with this because I don't want well, the, the knob. Because if I mess here, with the knob, I just don't want it to fall. I'm fine. I can make this work. Fine. Adapt and survive. We're fine. Before you know it, she's going to be laying down like this. It's all right. Go lay in the parking lot again. We'll just stick the mic down for you. have the microphone pointed down at you like Lemmy from Motorhead. I love I love I we love you saying that. adapt and survive, <laughs> and I'm like, that's what I'm doing, drinking water right now. I'm adapting and surviving. The sunglasses on and the hood up. That Wendy Williams video is a, how I literally bought the iced coffee. Uh, Did you? Yeah, it was great. Oh, beautiful. Uh, something else that I want to point out uh, is also the uh, age divide in voting, uh, which is huge and keeps getting, keeps embiggening itself. Voters age 45 and older were pretty much evenly divided, 50% Republican, 49% Democrat. Uh, when we get down to the 18 to 29% bracket, uh, 67% of voters uh, favored the Democratic candidate. Hmm. 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 Well, I mean, for now. What hmm. does that say? Uh, it says that there's a very big chance that the remaining percentage is waiting for a third party i mean <laughs> I, i'm not going to say they're voting republican but <laughs> i mean but the thing is that like this tracks with everything that we know and of course like we can get into the conversation of you know of course the the democratic party still has a way to go um you know but at the same time like it shows that at least they're not as likely to vote against their own interests and they're not as likely to kind of fall for it basically mm. it makes me happy though that yeah. they're they're voting in those terms and not either not voting or you know does that make sense like, yeah you know. the, Ber the yeah. bernie bro phenomenon quote unquote yeah. um that i don't think really existed all that much but my fear though is is that you know <clears throat> we as a party will take that as a false sense of security yeah. and go, we've got the message right. And oh, we're absolutely. like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're saying. That's not what this number says. No. We still have a shit ton of work to do exactly. because, hey, let's look at, you know, the numbers above and those were still even. And yeah. what about the bracket in between, you know? And even, so. even that 33% of young voters who didn't vote for Democrats, right. you know, like let's... Let's focus on that as well. Um, Stop voting yeah. for the Republicans. You don't get dates. Stop voting for one? fucking Jill Stein. <sighs> I mean, are thirty-three percent of um, young voters like just like young straight white guys? Though, I mean, I mean, hot I'd, chance. I'd be willing to wager. Yeah, that was another, my. <laughs> that was another statistic that I didn't I didn't write down because I didn't need to. Uh, black women voted ninety-two percent for the Democratic candidate. Yeah, black women always have to save the fucking. I was day just gonna say because the they elections. save the universe. It's yeah. pretty yeah. much what it goes. Um, yeah, <laughs> I saw someone on Facebook, and I don't remember who it was. It was like through a thread that I was family was fighting and mm. I, I i saw someone it was like the reason young people vote democrats because they're all gay and i was like <laughs> i was wait, like are you wait, kidding me oh yeah i was like all of them i was like you know how easier my life would have been if that's how it was oh my god all of them yeah uh, every all single one and then when you turn 29 apparently you, you know you, you get you straighten out you know just fully Converted. automated fully automated gay luxury space communism exactly. <laughs> There you go. That's what that's what the Republicans are scared of. That's the future liberals want. 
Oh, so good. Gays in space. <laughs> Did anyone I know for else fact, just History get that? of the World Part 1 just popped in your head. What? Gays in space. Is, the SNL skit? is anyone thinking about the SNL skit with Maya Rudolph, or is it just me? Oh that God. one's just you. The rest of us had no books. damn it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it was the age gap there. Yeah. No, no. I've seen, I've seen Mel Brooks movies. Uh, not a fan. Spaceballs 1. When yeah. will now be then? Soon. Soon. <laughs> Man, if that ain't prescient, I gotta, I gotta leave. I gotta leave. You can't. You're kind All of right. like stuck in here. So <laughs> we do have you wedged into that corner. Drink your water. You'll be fine. Um, it's okay. It's a vodka. <laughs> Doing a pillow will get you. No ice. It's a vodka neat. Yeah. He, snuck, he snuck upstairs and poured all the <laughs> vanilla extract into a yeah. cup. <laughs> When I, no, this is actually the rubbing alcohol I found in your bathroom. <laughs> I had a little bit of lemon. It's fine. <laughs> I drank your Listerine, thank you. <laughs> and the NyQuil. And, and the NyQuil. Because it was some chloroseptic. <laughs> the Benadryl oh, is gone. Yep, just, guys. Hope you don't get a cold or any allergies anytime I mean, soon. <laughs> whatever. It's probably fine. I feel like I'm going to take these sunglasses off and my left eye is going to be completely red. <laughs> it's just going to come out. It's, it's just going to be hanging. Oh, <laughs> that classic horror just... <laughs> Welcome to campaigns. Welcome to democracy. If my eye falls out, I'm gonna get a cool thing. Like I'm gonna get like a like a bionic, like you know something like a, no, like a camera like where it's a like Terminator. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. I was or thinking like, like an eight ball or you know. Oh something. my god, can you imagine? And I just like shake my head and then it comes. Magic and, 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 yes, yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, that would be great. Excuse me, Pete. Come here. I want to check Try Magic Eight Ball. Later. Am I gonna be rich and grab his head and shake it like <laughs> possibly? Hazy. And he's trying to hit you. Stop shaking my head. <laughs> Try again later. <laughs> Out of order. <laughs> So, just to kind of run down the list real quickly here, if they were a Democrat running in Delaware County, they probably won. Um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of seats that haven't been flipped for a long time or forever. Um, and I know you were working with Jen O'Mara, uh, and that who seat, flipped her seat. And that seat was literally, it is literally designed not to be winnable, just like the 168th. Those two seats are... Absolutely. It was one of the big conversations that I would have with a lot of people that would come in canvassing and I would say, you know, they would talk about gerrymandering and I go, you know, well, everyone thinks of gerrymandering on this grand scale, you know, these congressional districts. Yeah. And I go, they happen in, you know, these small house districts mm -hmm. as well. And the 165th and the 168th are, are the two worst, in my opinion, examples of it. In because Delaware they're County, like, least, right, yeah. they're like jigsaw puzzles. You know, the fifth Marple Five is literally cut out of the 165th and it's in the 168th and if you ever look at a map you go like what the hell it's like the dead center of marble yeah. none of and it so, makes any sense right yeah. so these two you know the 165th and the 168th were literally designed not to be one and the fact that Gen one hers and potentially we don't even know what's going on with Kristen yeah, yeah in the 168th which is you know, the the only one of the two seats that we don't know for a fact right. we've won at this right. point. Um, the other one being Anton Andrew down in the 160th, right. which is split with uh, Chester County and was which always going to be a tough race. Which I think he won Chester County, I heard, and then yeah. I guess the rest. That one was always, I think we all looked at that one as going like, that's got to be just That's the hardest shot. for, right. But at least we found somebody to run in that right. seat. We right. had two people that wanted to run for that right. seat, actually. Uh, Anton Andrew and Kathy Sparr. Um, 
But in 2012 and in 2016, there was no Democrat no that ran in that seat. So. Well, and that was the big thing, like, with this, you know, with this year is, you know, I, I saw all of these seats and then some were being ran for. And us, and this goes back to why it's so important to get as many of us involved, is that for the first time, our finite universe of volunteers in Delaware County were spread so damn thin so thin because normally we have like three candidates running and you can spread out all of these you know these volunteers well no we had what 11 you know and you go after a while you know so many of these areas were you know kind of just starving and what i did love is a lot of people from safe districts so to speak like lansdowne sent you know a a lot of their volunteers into the different districts were volunteering which i thought was great but this goes back to we absolutely have got to start building you know i hate to say it when they all go lay down and take a nap no no because guess what next year's the alamo oh next year is absolutely the showdown you know wild west tumbleweed blowing by because if anyone thinks that they are they're they're terrified now but next year is a whole different you know yeah, kind of building, thing they're building the barricades next <laughs> oh, year oh yeah because we got yeah. we got we got local we've got county council we've got all kinds of judges up in 2019 we've a got DA. uh yeah the district attorney and for then, the county we've got all kinds of local races yeah. for your school boards and I know we're we're voting for mayor here in Upper yeah. Darby in 2019. Borough council seats, commissioners. Yeah. I mean, this you know this all starts and and you know the one thing we used to have this kind of rest period and it does not exist anymore. I have I have vowed that aside from this podcast, I'm not going to do anything with politics until New Year. No, which like, is great. I have vowed that for myself because I need to fucking heal. <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and so there's been a, quite a few people that are like, you know, I, I've I've got to step back and I go, you know what? I fully understand that. And guess what? We're all going to still be here. Keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, and I think that's just me, it's always that bullet train. And, and when it slows down or comes to a halt, I'm like, what do I do? Like, I just made like three billion containers of soup <laughs> from scratch. Which because I noticed I had, you didn't bring. Thanks. Right, right. Well, that's because I was laying in a parking lot in Monco. But that's fine. Everything's fine. Hold on. Let me drink. Um, um, Pasquale, I know that. <laughs> I don't know why, but it did not take this the wrong way. When you just said that I looked at you and I was like, you look like someone that would have made three billion containers of soup right now in your hoodie yeah. and your slippers my, and everything. I know. Like this is oh so not Amanda God. wear, right? Like this is oh my God. this this is my it's my perfect. hunting PJs and and a sweatshirt and um, you know just completely disheveled. But yeah, three thousand containers of soup because I didn't know what to do with myself. It's probably fine, Mike. To make you want to throw up, um, I've been rolodexing in my spare time (laughs) at least you have spare time now though (laughs) at least people have spare time well i mean i mean sort of spare time yeah i mean (laughs) we don't i I had like he's in the bathroom with his rolodex i'm falling asleep i'm sorry i'm like fair enough yeah my 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 spare time yeah it was nice in the 22 hours and 15 minutes that you're awake well i mean no after after the uh coordination termination um i had some free time and then that didn't last long either yeah because i was like i'm gonna take a break i can't do this anymore and then three seconds later (laughs) i'm like all right what do you need for gotv let me sign up to do this let me do that my favorite was i literally woke up because we had rented a 
hotel room in the Swarthmore Inn, I woke up and my phone is already going off with things. And I'm like, if I answer any of this, people are going to be like, what are you doing awake? What are you doing? And I'm like, but you're still like talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. How do you expect me to rest and answer you at the same time? Exactly. So I don't. I make 3,000 containers of soup. <laughs> and then hand the phone to me. Somebody's calling. Answer this for me. Okay. I noticed that. Every, literally every time I call Amanda's phone, Brian yeah. is the one that answers. Amanda's yeah. answering so, service. How can I help you? Well, I, no, and I never meant to personally vote Brian answer the phone. I was like, all right, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't even remember what I was calling about, though. Oh, she, something that you needed to talk to her about something. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's doing that. I think she was working on the soup or she was in the bathroom or something. You're like, I'll just call her back. She's working right, on cool. the soup. <laughs> She's working the on soup. the soup in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Now I got it. Now, now I got to find other things to do. The well, soup's it, all done. We don't have any room in the freezer. Like, no, what the freezer's full now with all those containers. <laughs> so even got a turkey sitting in there. Nice. It's like a latch hook, like rug. Oh. I did one of those solid. one time. I could make <clears throat> more blankets yeah, and just dude. stuff. Do yeah. yeah. Do it. Or democracy. More <laughs> democracy. Actually, you. like my week is, first. we've paid our dues for now. No, my week is my, <laughs> I stand my week by is that. my week is still like there's a Freedom Actually, Medal booked. dinner on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. There is Aubrey Montgomery's office on Thursday Shit. with oh, Gina. Yes. There, yeah, this doesn't stop. God damn it! Then next week's Thanksgiving. <laughs> then we yep. have yeah, that's uh, why I had to, the it, Friendsgiving. Yeah, yeah, the potluck Friendsgiving from the Young Guns. Which Young was Guns. there a DC we'll DC Christmas up. DC DC Christmas party or something coming that, up? I want to talk. I want to talk about that for a second in just a minute. Um, but um, Pasquale, since you're yeah, yeah, since you're since you're uh, close with Kristen. Um, I know that that was the other Delaware County race that we don't know for a fact has been won outright. And mm-hmm. I know that they're, um, you know, looking at the numbers in that race Tomorrow. and kind of planning next steps mm-hmm. and seeing what's going on. Do you have any kind of knowledge about what, uh, what that looks like or what the, uh, what the odds are over well, there? So, so the number was super close, um, officially with all of the machines, uh, reporting, I believe the gap is about 758 votes, mm-hmm. um, there's a ton of absentee provisional um, and military casted ballots that need to be counted. And so far the belief is that they're going to favor Kristen more, which will get her to a point that will trigger an automatic recount oh. anyway. So there's a chance that this is going to drag out for a while. And jeez, oh, I mean, it can't drag out okay? too far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, up? she will not concede, Good. but I mean, um, Good. is but. she, is she okay? Yes, oh, always, but I mean, <laughs> you know, this is a, whereas, like, the race has ended for so many other people where they can, like, breathe and, like, yeah. s- like sigh of relief. And yeah. This is still ongoing. For mm-hmm. her, yeah, like, for her, this could go literally any way. And take yeah. note, and their um, absentee ballots were the largest amount in the, in Delaware County. They had yeah. the most oh, requests. So cool. I know what we had for numbers yeah. for our absentees. So knowing that and knowing what potentially yeah. could be for her, you know, I, it's too close to call. Yeah. Like, so I, I said, you know, it's gonna be she very... could win and it, it might be like by 200, 250 votes. You yeah. know, it could be a hundred votes. It's going to be a very slim margin either way. And but. that's, uh, but I mean, going back to the point about, you know, the gerrymandering and how fucked up that that uh, yeah. that district is like the fact that she's close enough for that at all is fucking incredible. Yeah, it is. 
the fact it's that insane. they you know like i said the fact that jen flipped it but you know the, it was by razor thin margins the yeah. fact yeah. that Kristen might flip it you know again that just goes back to them you know when i say them the gop's got to be fucking terrified because we just yeah. took it away because yeah, then they know that their own people were voting for these yeah, candidates there's places where like mm-hmm. in mike zabel's race in the 163rd he lost clifton heights by less than a hundred votes that's Clifton Crazy. Heights. Yeah. No, but and and that's so. What, what, do you remember when you were talking about you know where did five thousand voters go in the one sixty fifth between what was it twenty fourteen and this you know yeah. year? And I went probably not anywhere to at least half of them. It was yeah. half of them voted for the other side, yeah. if not more, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and we're seeing this across the board in these numbers. Marple four, Marple four, which is what I lovingly <laughs> refer to as like the ridley park the in terms of like the gop stronghold Mm -hmm. reddest part of the 165th jen and mcgarrigal were only only lost by like some of those machines less than 100 jen Jen and tim carney you mean oh sorry yes jen and tim by 100 votes in the reddest part of the district by a hundred mm-hmm. votes. That's when I insane. saw those tapes come in, because we were taking, you know, pictures of all of them, when I saw those tapes come in, I knew right then and there she had won. Because if we could take that close of a margin, then Radner four one, yeah. where you know like seven hundred billion Democrats vote. Well, you know. And and the fact that like throughout the day when you were telling me things that like, oh, like this area in Springfield voted blue and i was like what was that <laughs> i was like i'm sorry um okay <laughs> yeah okay uh, uh i was like what uh, what did you say because for me it sounded like you said springfield voted for a democrat and and then lo and behold, i know that can't be right wait lo and behold yeah i know did you see the numbers we did yeah. <laughs> we did did you see the numbers oh, oh, man. poor poopio poor poopio it's a. He cried. I, I I didn't I didn't I didn't understand what you said the first time, oh. <laughs> so I got very worried. <laughs> Just the it's first okay. time. It's okay. We live in the wild world, but I think so. What does that leave? That leaves, if, come the end of next week, or if if it turns out that the one sixty eighth and the one sixtieth are the two districts we didn't flip, that gives us what two house seats and one state senate seat in delaware county that is not democratic that is disgusting well until poor killian (laughs) goes away Uh, next time yeah until until yeah i'm sure retirement i'm sure he's real excited for 2020 has anyone here ever seen josie and the pussycats the old not the old but like the remake movie i have not oh god my favorite is it's it's the there's a boy band that um apparently crashes (laughs) a plane right and at the end of the movie they're back and they're alive but they're all kind of beaten up except for this one that's called lost right well <laughs> but saying. this one guy they who they're like we thought that you know you went down and you and you crashed and you died and he's like we crashed in the middle of a metallica concert and i thank god every day i knew the lyrics to enter the sandman because he was the only one that looked relatively okay <laughs> and all i could think of was oh. quinn 
and like Barar in all of this being like, you know, like, holy shit, we made this out. Like, and Quinn's <laughs> not even like 100% you know, like in knowing this, but like yeah. they're looking at each other going like, how the fuck did we survive? You know, well, like, <laughs> I was just telling Mike on the drive here uh, from South Philly on Westchester Pike, there was a Pearl Kim sign, but it was like shredded <laughs> and it was windy. And I was like, this is the creepiest symbolism I've ever seen in my life. Well, I'm not going to lie. Perfect. Every time we go by a a house that has any of the signs still up, like, you know, you go by one that has Alex and McGarrigal, I'm like, how'd that turn out for you? And also, I why the fuck going. do they still have them up? I think that's they a defiance. Yeah, like, they I think they're just take, mad. Yeah, they have no. about a month to take them down I, before they're penalized. So. Not well, on private I, property. Well, not on yeah. private property, but no. I will not treat them. As, as the new overlords, we, I will not treat them <laughs> like they've treated us for the past, uh, exactly. I don't know, No, decades. but I get to fourth wall break and be like, how'd that go? Well, my, okay? my favorite hey, thing guys. is the GOP Facebook, the Delco GOP Facebook. Oh, my God. It was like, since October till Tuesday, talk shit, talk shit, talk shit, Friday, bipartisanship. Mm-hmm. Today, like, happy Veterans Day. And I'm like, oh... <laughs> to the Delco GOP that had a lot to say about us in the election. What's good? Like, are you okay, boys? You all like, right? No. I'm yeah. just like, did I'm someone super take your phone so away? I can't ask. <laughs> I was gonna check up on them, but um, the last the last note on the actual uh, election results is that uh, just so, just a little something that I noticed that every time uh, a Democratic man won a seat, they received a concession-slash-congratulatory call uh, from their opponent. Uh, Every time a woman won a a, uh, state seat, uh, they did not receive any sort of call or congratulation from uh, anybody. Mm -hmm. So They all still suck. Yeah. Well, I understood uh, Kim did call uh, Mary Gay. Yeah, yeah that's woman to woman, you know, whereas, you know. Didn't a woman run against Leanne? She didn't concede yet. She didn't concede yet? That's what I heard. Oh, that's oh, a that's terrible funny. idea. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> but I heard she hadn't conceded. I could completely have that mixed yeah, up. Yeah, that's, like, super bad because, like... That was a pretty decent Let me Let me roll down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that one was here. a very clear... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that one wasn't even close. Leanne won by five thousand votes. <laughs> election, election. No, this, hmm, I need a recount. <laughs> this election night was one of the craziest. I think for me, a twenty sixteen was weird. Twenty sixteen was brutal, it but felt- we watched it happen like. It was like all night long. It was just right. like states the were first falling. Hour, and... The first hour that I was at the uh, that I was at the Swarthmore Inn felt like 2016. Yeah, I j- I think I just can't watch the election returns come in. Like I need to. <laughs> oh, not that's watch the most the exhilarating part because I, I I don't think I think I'm too paranoid. I don't for like that. watching them. Um, I also don't like knowing things other people don't and having to be in a crowd. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I'm really no, sad that's, at that. That's, that's the I best time. I just turned around and walked away. I was just like, I can't be around that's, people. That's the best time because it's like, how many vodka sodas can you have while it's like kind of <laughs> ooh, ooh, it's like a roller coaster. You're like, oh, don't don't overdo it. <laughs> maintained <laughs> um but yeah it just you're know, watching everything come in and then i think it was like three seconds it was like 804 and it was like we're calling it for wolf and case and i hate that shit they it was one percent of the vote in. technically they were calling wolf and casey at like four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. I mean, yeah. like- but it was like one percent in and like yeah they won cool right. but like when it's one percent of the vote in, don't do that shit. We've we've been down this road before, yeah. but then it was like nine fifteen, and 
someone was like, Jamie Centura just conceded. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, what are you talking was, about? That was the first one that I heard. And I was like, what? I was like, first of all, 915 <laughs> no, or 815 or whatever. Not yeah. that Mike won. I was like, Billy. he actually seemed like it's 905. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I'm out. You know? The only reason I even knew that happened is because I saw Colleen Kennedy crying in the lobby. And I was just like, <laughs> are these good tears? Yeah. And she just nods. That's that's the problem. Like, right? <laughs> like when in election night, you're like, someone's crying. Is that good or bad? Is it okay? Exactly. Are you Well, right? as we're coming down, she's basically throwing me in front of people like like, like <laughs> intercept them i can't talk to them. Like, okay hey what's up and she's like and running like, away Murr. behind me trying to hide oh, somewhere God. yeah i keep look going up, in and out. yeah because the first right when we walked through the door the first person i actually seen was you and you just come right over like dude and we're both like what the fuck what's going on mike so, what do you know so wait, oh. to be fair to be fair the reason why because i know a lot of people were like why didn't we see you this is exactly why you didn't see me mm-hmm <laughs> on you know election night at the Swarthmore because I had to hide and just because I'd have been like nah you know good secrets nah. make bad friends man I forgot I forgot <laughs> I mean this is gonna this is gonna be late by the time it gets out I forgot but um Mary Gay's first day is tomorrow yes, hey. yes. yes. she won the seventh district as well that's she won the special election, election. Yeah. so she starts yeah. tomorrow so now she's got like out of control Delco is, seniority Delco's gonna run the game yo <laughs> Oh. Wawa trash cans all over DC. That's yeah. how it's going to go. I just think I, you, Mary Gay oh, should just arrive no. on a Wawa trash can. We should can. go down one day and visit her and put that in front of her office. <laughs> be like, Mary Gay, yeah, we're dude. making you a little Wawa so wait, trash can. So wait, Fetterman won. Does that mean Sheets is coming to uh, Doko? Sorry. Over my, oh, over my oh. dead fucking body. <laughs> <laughs> over my corpse. I don't know. I mean. Which may be the way they want it to be. I fair. did. Yeah, right. I mean. You did hear that very unifying statement I made at the Philly thing when I was like, yeah. they've got good breakfast, though. We have mm-hmm. enough room for it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, that was an endorsement. I can't, get a, I can't get a breakfast pizza at Wawa is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, on the subject of um, going down to D.C., I just wanted to kind of throw a quick thing out there that I read about uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, mm. uh, who is the... Uh, representative-elect uh, for New York's 14th district. My president. Yes. <laughs> Educator turned bartender turned youngest congresswoman in U.S. history. Awesome. Um, she said in a conversation with the New York Times that uh, she cannot afford an apartment in D.C. until she gets her first congressional paycheck. <laughs> Um, Welcome is, to being a millennial in politics. Yeah, exactly. And that was her point. She tweeted something out. I've got it here um you know there are many little ways in which our electoral system isn't even designed nor prepared for working class people to lead and this is one of them so you, think you know about she it. hasn't been able to work in however however long yeah. she was working as a bartender beforehand so she's barely holding it down she's trying to staff up and get uh, her constituent services ready open offices you and stuff figure, and she's then then she's got to worry about where she's living while she's down there at work because she can't commute from new york city not only that like i even look at it and i know it sounds slightly superficial but like i look at that and go wardrobe you have to she has to afford a wardrobe yeah. that mm-hmm. is appropriate for you know that what about you know all of the things that you don't think of you know in terms of transportation or you know like food or like and then the housing and all and it's that's yeah. a lot and and i've seen the rent for dc <laughs> like, yeah one bedroom uh, one bedroom's like you know at least a couple grand in her office 
for a little bit? Like, I mean, is it a pull-out couch? Is I that don't allowed? know, man. She might be doing that, but, you, you know. should be allowed to do that. But, I mean, you know, it, it, it's interesting because how many of even, and I know ours aren't necessarily going to D.C., but they are going to Harrisburg, and there is costs associated with that. Yeah. You know, this is why so many of them continued to work. Jen was one of them. She couldn't mm-hmm. afford, not, and Kristen was another. They couldn't afford not to. Exactly. So exactly. And it just that, makes it that much harder. For that turnaround, you know, there, there's going to be, you know, a bit of pain and, and you know, it's just one more thing that we put on the table and go, this is why we can't have nice things, yeah. you know? And it, and it especially affects young people and it especially affects working people, which is why you end up with so many millionaires and so yeah. many fucking lawyers yeah. in government. However, I do love the fact that it also proves, hello, it doesn't take that, you know, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. working class, you know, and, and young people can do this and yeah. it, it's still going to suck, but, you yeah, know. But... It I'm sure she can before. find. She'll figure right. it out. I'm just gonna say. I'm sure she'll find someone's like couch to, you know. Yeah. Yo, can you imagine? Spot on. A, can you imagine having a fucking congresswoman cra- cra- uh, fucking couch surf at your uh, house? I think that'd be great. I'd be like, yeah, I'd sure, be so it's down fine. for that. Down at the state, yeah, down at the Capitol and everything. We got a spare couch in here. I'll just stay here over there. Yeah, it's probably fine. Mm. Be it's right. fine. I got a sleeping bag. You're like, Frank, no. Franklin Pierce fell asleep on this couch once. I, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I got a sleeping bag. I'll go sleep outside on the lawn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wanted to go back to the election just for a second, just just because I got reminded of that story about uh, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez. Um, I just wanted to go back, since it is fucking Delco, <laughs> Um did you guys hear any stories about like fuckery on election day? We didn't day? have any crazies, cool, um, cool, which cool. is no. I, kind of amazing because usually nice. that is. Oh no 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 no! Wait, I lie. There was one. Um, so in Marple Seven, they were told where where is that voting? So Marple Seven would place. be kind of back by Do you know where they the actually community vote? college okay. area. I mm-hmm. think <clears throat> it's the. It's not. Is it the high school? It might be. No, not the high school. No. Uh, the, the community Ooh. college. What is that? Uh, but anyway, four, it's that back end of Marble that butts up against media. Okay. So, um, and Newtown Square kind of in between. It's not St. Albert's Church or whatever, is it? I don't remember what Marble mm. 7 is. Tony Campisi's screaming at this recording right now telling me what it is. So, <laughs> you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get something. <laughs> she'll, she'll get a Facebook that in a couple said, days. That being said, Marble 7 was told um, <clears throat> the workers apparently were told that they didn't have to give out provisional ballots <laughs> and tony campisi who was working marple seven was like uh mm. no like <laughs> give them a provisional ballot and give it to them now and the way that they kind of you know played it off was that the boe told them the board of elections told them that they didn't have to give out provisional well, ballots then so. the board of elections told them to break the fucking law well so. right right and <laughs> i was like wow um <laughs> so that was that was honestly the only thing that i had heard from throughout the entire 165th which is impressive because what was it last year with the screaming go back to your whatever little girl springfield crazy ass guy nice. was so nice. yeah nice. we didn't have anything but i'm cool. wondering how upper darby had, fared because the it's only, always only, our problem child i only had one specific story mm-hmm. um actually uh friend of the show sam newell uh was coming through as part of the election protection team and just checking up and my polling place is, is at the uh, upper darby library is always really good our judge of elections is a republican but he's he's 
ex-military so he Mm -hmm. there's no bullshit and everything's smooth and everything's cool at my spot um but apparently somewhere in upper darby fourth um i think it might have been at uh highland park elementary school maybe don't quote me on that um but yeah somebody came in to try and vote and you know there was some kind of weirdness as far as like they couldn't immediately find the name in the big blue poll book um which of course you know if it's a hyphenated last name or something right. like that it could be under either name or sometimes it's just like you know in a weird place sometimes it's on, it's on those like extra sheets or whatever if they registered recently right but either way um they couldn't find this woman so they told her no get out of here <laughs> um and she, of course, raised a stink about that. Uh, things escalated to the point where uh, the judge of elections ended up screaming, uh, drag your ass back to North Philly where you uh, belong. Um, yeah. Bye-bye, judge of elections. <laughs> like, no. Fingers crossed. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. That was the only specific one that I heard about. Um, Which was... Still I heard, I, yeah, I heard great, a bunch but... of stuff about, you know, people being asked for ID all over mm-hmm. the place. Oh, and I, everything, oh yeah. well, see... <laughs> <laughs> I watched that happen at my own poll um, while I was in line. And me being, of course, me was very loud in terms. I turned, Brian was behind me, and I was like, oh, look at that. I did, They're asking for ID, which isn't, you know, necessary, nor allowed, nor yeah. what we should be doing. And it was loud enough that by the time, you know we had gotten it had stopped and i was like you know it it was interesting because all the things that i did kind of hear were like nitpicky things in terms of like the id or not necessarily that they're nitpicky they're just small but there's smaller ways that i guess kind of go under the radar but they're still effective yeah you know so voter suppression right right so it was those kinds of things that i had seen not like last year's you know gun you know waving yeah this is my idea yeah yeah Yeah. which i guess you know they they knew in terms were probably the last thing that they wanted to do this year didn't scott wagner show up at a springfield Yes. Oh. I mean, yes. It would make sense if he did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say him. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That I got, helped. I left my golf cleats at the house. <laughs> um, yeah, I, had a, I got a uh, Facebook text with pictures of him and some nice black uh, polished shoes. My first question is, where's the cleats? Yeah. That was Brian's thought. Why isn't he oh, in the I thing with that. the fucking trash bag? Did you see that ad where he's in like the, oh, they're like the pennies you had to wear. No, oh, no. They're always like bright yellow. They're the, 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 oh, the like safety vest. Yeah, things? yeah. Um, he should have walked around like that. That would have been cute. <laughs> Carrying a bag of trash with. Wouldn't him. have helped him, but it's all right. Adorable, totally. So adorable. that being said, yeah, I I haven't. But again, I think this just lays, you know, a lot of groundwork for us to make sure that we have everyone on par in all absolutely kind yeah. of aspects for next year. Because, like I said, that's the Alamo ready. You know. And what I think has happened, we've got, we've got the infrastructure now. We've got a shitload of volunteers. They've got a couple of cycles of experience under their belts, mm-hmm. so they're going to be ready to roll. We've got a bench of candidates mm-hmm. now uh, who have some experience running, who know what they're doing, who have good ideas. Just promise me egos get checked at the door, because let's I not, mean, you know, that's two wins. No, someone, my, my ego is going to continue to <laughs> fucking rule everything inside this house. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, no, someone needs to check the egos for yeah. next year. Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, absolutely. It, we 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 went backwards in terms of numbers. You know, for county council, like it, it was like fifteen, and then it was like, oh, it sounds more like three, and then all of it's, a sudden, you know, Tuesday night yeah, when winds started water, coming yeah. in, mm-hmm. yeah. it was I'm like forty-five, and, and I went, oh, yeah, oh Tuesday no. night, everybody and their grandmother decided they could do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, let's not, no, <clears> let's just let's maintain course deep breaths however though i I do think it's i mean there's going to be so many seats up next year that like i don't know maybe not everybody should run for the same one no like even i'm thinking like okay there's three different options i have let's see how this pans out before i decide to jump into either one and And that makes sense and let me put that you know in terms of how important a lot of that is so if you look at the terms of the commissioners um or borough council depending on where you're at those we have got to win in certain oh, areas God, yes. because they then provide the support mm-hmm. for the house candidates that we just got elected or need to elect again coming down you know the line you look at the school boards hello you know like those are just so these aren't like oh well they're not you know congressional seats and they're not house no they are literally some of the most important things so fucking important right in here so so it's not county council it's still just as important if not in some terms more important yeah you know because that's that's your that's your baseline that is what we are that that is our foundation that we are building upwards from you know and if we want one more county council seat you know up there and that we can maintain that then we need a structure that's going to hold that so you know those that are thinking about running please please look into your local elections your commissioners your borough council your you know uh school boards you Mm -hmm. know look at marple marple has i think it's seven up our entire school board our entire (laughs) school board is all republican Mm-hmm. The entire there All is not them. there All is not a, not a single Democrat single, no. single Democrat, and that our entire commissioners board, all Republican, mm-hmm. not a single Democrat. So Marple's numbers for the rest of the county are never going to change until we change those numbers. So again, yeah. it's that foundation that's building, you know, upwards. So and if anybody out there listening wants to even just look into getting involved, wants to kick the tires and maybe even run, um, get in touch with us. Uh, we can get you in touch with your local party. If you don't know how to do any of this stuff, yeah. we're here to help you out. We can get you in touch with the right people. We can get you any support that you need. Um, and we can be your, your cheerleaders and all that stuff. Um, but please, please, please get involved. Um, Amanda, I know you guys got to take yeah. off. I wanted to give Brian a couple of minutes. You can keep him. <laughs> <laughs> couple minutes. Get, get, get okay, it through. Okay, a couple of minutes. What do we got? Um, I, I literally just want to give you the microphone. It's Veterans Day. What has been bothering you about shit that's gone on uh, in this election cycle or shit that's going on, uh, you know, overall with fucking cadet bone spurs or anything you got? Whatever you want to talk about. The floor is yours, sir. You know he can't give this in like a 15 <clears throat> second elevator I'm speech. Back, it might man. be like 40 back minutes. All the way back here. Yeah, bad mistake. Can you no, smoke uh, in here? <laughs> <laughs> you better light no. me one. By the uh, way, no. <laughs> I was like, let me just. Okay, no, as far as the local elections, I did see a lot of local veterans turn out. Some red, some blue, and it was good seeing a lot of them get out. Uh, as veterans, we try to keep in balance. 
We want to see the Reds act nice. We want to see the Blues get along. That's what we try to shoot for. That's part of the Veteran Caucus that I'm a co-chair for that we're going to start working on now. Awesome. As soon as we all get rest. <clears throat> that being said, yes, it's Veterans Day. Um, a lot of people get Veterans Day and Memorial Day mixed up. Memorial Day is a day for remembering those who fell. Veterans Day is remembrance of those who served. Not particularly those that are still active, but the ones that served and got out. Which my thing is, do you have a DD Form 214? <laughs> no, you're still active. We get the free meals, damn it. <laughs> oh Just joking. Um, no, no, uh, veterans get looked at as, uh, and this is starting to change here recently. I, I've always thought we get looked at as like a piece of, piece of toilet paper. We get used, we get tossed, and that's it. Hence the problems with the VA and the government and all of that. But I don't want to go too far into that rabbit hole or i'll never climb out <laughs> bone spurs yeah he got a little bit wet and he decided not to go to the graveyard like everyone else did in france which is a total disgrace um i always tell people look hate him hate the person don't hate the rank he is a president mm, that's as far as the line goes for me yeah. i don't like him as an individual i don't like what he stands for is really it um what else? How, 30 seconds? Well, no, no, no. So, and I always hate being the person that interjects with this, but... Um, well, because you know me. I would just rattle no, about no, no, it, but I, I don't want to rattle. So one of the things that him and I, Brian and I, have been discussing is, along with the Vets Caucus, is getting more veterans, Delaware County veterans, running for things. Absolutely. Yes. Because yes. if there is, yet again, kind of going back to that, you know, school board, all Republicans, if there is anything out here that you know has always kind of seemed really hard is a lot of these you know veteran groups and and like the delaware county veterans alliance and the freedom medal dinner that's coming up mm -hmm. they're always kind of entrenched with republicans and it gives this false sense of narrative that democrats don't support them and that there's no yeah. blue democrats and that there's no so we had been discussing about finding people whether it's brian running for school board or if it's rob yanuzzi by the way rob has no idea that i'm talking about him running for things. Uh -oh. Rob, don't when you hear this, do not call me. This is not my fault. You call her. Yeah, but I, but I, I think that uh, the only veteran that I'm aware of that we elected this time around was Dave Deloso. In right, the right. Second, but, he was and, in the and, Marines. And, right. Yes. Yeah. And, but yes, we have a ton of these individuals that you know are active that I think need to be. And, and I'm sorry for you guys, but I think you need to be more active. We you need know, to be people, a voice, I think. Right. And people need to. And I think that your service in the armed forces is just kind of so similar to the service that you could be doing in these terms. And I think it's necessary yeah. because you mm -hmm. guys have an outlook that's much different than, you know, the average people, you know, in terms of you can be very partisan in, in terms, you know, you had to be in, in yeah. the military. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's something, that's something you've said a bunch of times before is that, you know, political service can just be a continuation of your service. Yeah. Right. I always say, you know, go vote. It's your civic duty. It's your civil service. And when you're in the military, you're providing a civil service to your country. But that's the so only thing, the same that, thing. Yeah, that we, we get more of you. So any of you listening that have yet to kind of reach out to the vet caucus, mm -hmm. you know, please do so. Uh, we can always put up, you know, the links and all for that. But, you know, also yeah. think about running. You know, we need your voice just as much. One of the things also that you've always said is you hate being looked at as this token. Yes. You know, 
Meehan used to be the worst for this. He would, mm. he, and, and Bone Spurs is another one. Make mm-hmm. a shitty-ass ruling somewhere or, or vote somewhere, and the next thing in the paper the next day, they're shaking a hand of, you know, a, a VFW or they're yeah. at, you know, a veteran's home or, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's got to stop. And the only way that that can stop is it, it doesn't stop with people like me or, or Mike or, or Pasquale, at least in the terms of it's got to stop from you guys you you know the veterans yourself going you know what enough's enough you just you don't get to vote one day against the va and the next day Mm -hmm. take a picture you know with us that's not how it works and then you know you run and and you make sure that you hold them accountable for those types of things right and a lot of the veterans they have to wake up and it's it's hard i understand it and i've explained it to a couple who kind of get it but coming out you still think you're attached to like the marines say you know core to the you know core to the end yeah they're they're brothers to the end because they're marine corps and even air force navy army we're all that we're all brothers and sisters that served yeah and coming out we're, we still think that we are attached to the rules and regulations of the ucmj to the military and we have to serve what the military thought then in my point of view and some have even said well you're sissying out because you're not military anymore well let's be honest i'm not I'm a veteran, so now I've stepped up. I'm not service for the country anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to continue what I served for and what I believed in and what I tried to push for. So we'll just run you for something. Run me for, <laughs> run me for the hills. Yeah. Um, yeah, we but don't know that's, that's part of what I want to yeah. do with the veterans. Get them to wake up and say, look, stand up, help, run, do something. You, you've got a different viewpoint than some of these politicians. Maybe... Yeah. Maybe we can be the gap between the reds and the blues so that the blues can get heard and the reds can go, oh, let me look at it a different way instead yeah. of what we're entrenched in. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, if somebody wants to, yeah, if somebody wants to get involved, is there any way that they can they can get a hold of you guys? Uh, the uh, Veterans Democratic Caucus is on Facebook right now. That's as far as we've reached out okay. at this point. Um, or they can email you. I have yeah. no problem being like, hey, BS email, Hammock. Yeah, they can email me, <laughs> BS Hammock, B-S-H-A-M-M-O-C-K, at gmail.com. Um, myself, if you're in media, Bob Stump, James Ziggelhofer, or if you know him as Ziggy, contact the two of them. Cool. Um, even reach out to uh, Rob's and. Uh, yeah he can reach us too. or any of us and we'll just yeah. send you yeah. along to any of them can, yeah, yeah we, we can, can get point you in the right direction from the young dams too so brian fist bump boom all right i know you guys got to take Go off get a free coffee so. from starbucks yes <laughs> <laughs>
Um, Interesting. Yes. There was an article published actually yesterday on God Help Me Fox News of all places. Uh, Millennials moving away from primary care doctors. Um, Apparently, uh, we don't like the old model of going to the same doctor over and over again. Uh, So in our quest for convenience and expanded hours and online telemedicine type options, uh, we've started using uh, uh, urgent care centers a lot more frequently. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't done that. Well, I mean... Yeah, there's been times where I've had strep throat, and instead of waiting two weeks for my doctor to see me on one of the two days that he's available, I would go to urgent care. It would take me 15, 20 minutes to get in, and then I'd have, like, you know, my medicine. So, I mean, I don't really see... Uh, I do I do like the idea of having somebody that you go to regularly and have a relationship with and knows, like, in what specific ways your body is breaking down... (laughs) Um, yeah, where, yeah. You, where you can be like, oh, wow, you look rough. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, always, thank you. <laughs> this is always good. Um, the trouble is the last two doctor's offices that I've used, mm-hmm. uh, I've actually been visiting primarily with a nurse practitioner just yeah. because they don't have a lot of, you know, actual doctors uh, that are doing it. And nurse practitioners are often very highly qualified people and, you know, perfectly, perfectly qualified. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's... There's there's a lot to be said for that convenience. I'm certainly not going to lie. Um, you know, it is it is nice to kind of have the op- have that flexibility and be like, oh, I just have like, you know, whatever kind of I've got a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. I just need to go get some antibiotics, or I've just got yeah. like, you know, I, I sprained my wrist and I need to just go and get like get it uh, you know wrapped up or something like that. Yeah, and I mean, at, the, oh, at this point, the way they report, like, medical charts and, and shit like that, like, that should just be universal. Like, you should be able to see your primary care doctor, and then go, and you can go to another one, and it's all right there. They shouldn't have to start over from scratch. Yeah, and I know that there, there are a lot of people that are working towards that, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure that there's less money to be made that way, so I'm sure that it's... Uh, less money know. and efficiency, and, you know... Exactly. Why would we make things easy and convenient? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, millennials. They interviewed. Yeah, they interviewed um, some rando who lived in D.C. Um, who said that a doctor's not an efficient use of her time. Um, you know, referrals to specialists are obnoxious. Um, this, that, and the other. Um. The one thing that I question, and again, this is like Fox News uh, article, um, at 50 to $75 per visit and offering middle-of-the-night appointments and often prescriptions on the spot, Carter finds this kind of on-demand healthcare, quote, convenient and solution-driven. Who the fuck would refer to going, would refer to going to an urgent care instead of a doctor as solution-driven if they're just like some average person and not like... Some fucking Capitol Hill staffer. I mean, urgent care for me is like, all right, I've, I'm out of options. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, exactly. it's time. Not a, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. This isn't, this isn't a fabricated article or anything. No, I'm no. Sure. There's actual, uh, there's actual statistics here though. Uh, a survey from the Kaiser Family Foundation said that uh, 45% of Americans under 30 don't have a primary care provider. And 28% of 30 to 40-year-olds don't have a primary care doctor that they go to regularly. Um, 
again, that's just kind of weird to me. Like, if there's a developing situation, like if somebody, if you go to the same person over and over, they can say, hey, that mole looks weirder than it did last time. Yeah. Or, you know, this test result is very, very different. Maybe you should get that checked out. Yeah. You know, that to me is a very valuable thing. Yeah. Um, I get that it's like awkward and uncomfortable to like try out a bunch of new doctors and find somebody that you like. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know that an urgent care is going to be any better on that front. No, I mean, at the, the doctor I used to see, like I said, there was no time. Um, and then actually for a brief while, I had not returned because um, they were not my doctor, but a nurse practitioner there um, was homophobic. Oh, Jesus. She said some really nice stuff. Cool. Um, and I, I did use urgent care for a while on uh, Baltimore Pike. I think I think it was called Med Express or Med Clinic. I don't. Yeah, there's the there's green a bunch roof, of different yeah. brands. Yeah, the green roof next to the Chinese buffet place <laughs> on Baltimore Pike. That's a secret. Nice that I totally keep in business, maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like without, it, I didn't know how to go about doing that. I didn't know. I mean, I just turned twenty six last year um <laughs> so having to get my own health insurance and everything i didn't know how to go through the process so i can understand where for some people you know having to find an, a primary care physician when maybe i mean our health i guess when you're younger you tend to have less health problems like comparatively so maybe you're like oh i can just go for yeah. every tiny little thing at the urgent care um but yeah, yeah. no i I don't know. I, I, I usually have pretty strong feelings one way or the other mm -hmm. on these. And like, I know what I prefer, but mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's cheaper. It's more convenient. I get it. There's a story in here about a guy who uh, used like one of those, one of those uh, medical diagnosis apps, which are a mm -hmm. thing. Um, he said he like uh, thought he got herpes and <laughs> the doctor looked at his rash real quick because that's a pretty obvious one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in 10 minutes he had a prescription and <laughs> like that, that convenience is not, is undeniable. Like, yeah. That's definitely nice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's the, my, the, the new place that I go to that is an option is to have nice. like a virtual, but I mean, I'm not, I don't want to flash my doctor on the camera and be like, what does this look like? And he's like, move closer. Like, no, like there's something very <laughs> impersonal about that. Yeah. And like, if I'm going to do that, I may as well make money, you know, be like a webcam person. But I just, to me, to me, yeah, that is ultra convenient. If I'm like, Oh, Hey, this is, you know, like, you know, if, if it's whatever, an infection, the doctor can just look at you and be like, yeah, you sound awful. Like, here you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're right. This is this is the one where I don't have any strong opinion on it either way. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. But usually at least somebody in the room wants to rant and rave about these. <laughs> it's but, Amanda's gone. I bet you she yeah, would have been Amanda, like, this yeah, is Amanda bullshit. Yeah, Amanda had to leave, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's pros and cons. I get it. Um, you know, the ultimate solution is just fucking let everybody go to the damn doctor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the ultimate solution but, is... you know, that's not where we're at in, in the current fucking dystopia in which we live. One, we're one bad vote away from fascism. Yep. So let's let's kind of twist this and jump into the second part here. I found something that millennials are not killing, mm. uh, which is nice. This is from the New York Post. Uh, they published this on Halloween because they're way too fucking cute um, about how millennials are apparently taking over the uh, funeral home business. <laughs> <laughs> because 
Of course we are. This makes perfect sense. Of course we are. <laughs> they interview a couple of people. Uh, the first line, what's one industry millennials aren't killing? Death. <laughs> Business is booming. Young morticians are infiltrating funeral parlors, bringing fresh energy, perspective, and technology to the world of embalming and bereavement. Why would they like, say bringing fresh and not saying bringing new life? You know, come on. Like, at least make it punny. perfect opportunity there, guys. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, this is apparently... And apparently this is a field where, like, it's real common to, like, pass down in generations in a family. Yeah. So, like, it's it makes perfect sense that that would be a thing where there are a yeah. lot of young people coming in but they're also talking in this article about like you know using all kinds of technology and allowing people to kind of like live stream funerals for family members that can't make it so they can still be involved in the service and all that stuff um yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually kind of fascinating um you know and of course they have to jump on how the one person they interview uh loved night of the living dead and the other one uh her favorite toy growing up wasn't a barbie but a bobblehead doll of hades the god of the underworld in greek mythology i always root for the under for the anti-hero she says well there <laughs> Which, you if go that's not if that's not from the disney hercules i'm gonna be so upset yeah i mean have you seen the new sabrina on netflix i haven't i haven't um shit. You, you keep you keep telling me about no this. no no because like it's I'm just saying, check, make sure there's still blood in the body. I don't know what that girl's doing. <laughs> make sure there's still blood in the body. Right. No, no, they drain it. Do yeah, they... yeah, when they, when yeah, when they, when they do the embalming, yeah. Someone make sure she's not using it. Yeah. <laughs> make sure she's not like in a bucket somewhere. Um, oh, that's right. I wonder if you can be a embalmed while you're alive can i be preserved now i don't know i mean i guess if you drink enough like, yeah, <laughs> i already am already preserved someone last night was like when are you gonna get a wrinkle and i was like when the deal with satan's over <laughs> just perfect. kidding when the vodka leaves perfect oh man oh man oh man ridiculous but yeah so there's there's wow. apparently something that we're doing here um you know i'm hoping to bring more transparency to the field since it's seen as taboo and morose there's no way you can make a funeral home a fucking a fucking laugh <laughs> but no i mean oh, i would love to i want my funeral i want the space jam theme song to be playing <laughs> i want to i want to like come down from the rafters yes i but, i want this to happen <laughs> I, uh, you want me to die please no, please no, you want I'm me not, to die I'm first not, i don't want this i mean it's fine i, I support this, it i don't want this to happen any sooner than if it's natural i was gonna say i was like if that's what your dreams are i'm drunk <laughs> far be it from me <laughs> but but it makes it makes sense that yeah. you know we like <laughs> it's well, an it's an underserved sort of niche thing so it makes sense that it's drawing young people but, but i also think that people are people are unnecessarily very terrified of, of like dying oh, like I'm fucking horrified dude <laughs> like, yeah. like i gotta tread real carefully with what i say <laughs> so i don't give myself a fucking panic attack right now <laughs> well i mean it's because if you look at like some other cultures it's it's sometimes it's it's like celebrations it's you know everyone's like really happy like i mean because it's something that everything has to do and yeah i mean yeah i think if people weren't so scared of that then maybe like the funeral home business wouldn't be so terrifying yeah or, i mean yeah i mean i'm personally i want to be uh i want to be like 
buried but turned into a tree. Do you ever see that where they have yeah, like these yeah, pods? Yeah, yeah, they can bury your ashes. Yeah, Amanda, how, Amanda wants to do that. How awesome would it be to be like, I'm going to go visit Grandpa, and then they go into the woods. Yeah, and, and I'm a tree. And a fucking, a fucking oak tree, yeah. Yeah, I could be like the grand, I could be like Grandmother Willow from Pocahontas and give <laughs> advice to my grandkids. I love it. That's I mean, perfect. Like... No. What I want, what I want to happen, literally everybody I know is invited, including anybody listening to this fucking podcast. <laughs> Come by, drink all the fucking booze in my house, tell weird fucked up stories about me, and don't nobody be fucking sad. Nobody wear a tie. Nobody wear a fucking any of that. Just come hang out and fucking talk about how fucking weird everybody talks shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fucking, <laughs> if you can posthumously roast me, like that would be ideal. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> in the ground, cold, dead corpse, looking ass. Like <laughs> that's gonna be <laughs> giving a speech at your yes. Oh, oh man, I'm sure, Amanda, we'll appreciate it. Yes. So good news, good news out there, young folks. There's options. Yeah, there's a field. <laughs> ripe for everyone to to enter so uh exactly make yourself comfortable with the the idea of death and, and get involved Yay. there you go if you don't get involved in politics there's the other field you can get into get involved in death mortician yeah <laughs> being a mortician i mean i mean for me second oldest profession in the world i mean for me have you ever seen a dead body uh at, at funerals yeah not like but, in real time like no, not okay no. so like that's a very weird situation. I'd, I'd imagine so. Um, but once you like see that, I think it really changes things. You're like, this one isn't in a casket or yeah. anywhere it's supposed to be. It's yeah. in the world. It's, um, just, it's just, it's it's wild. It's free. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen dead frogs, but I've never seen a, a dead human. So this was, yeah. that was wild. But like, I think like that kind of just like, like a wild experience like that kind of really makes you... It's not desensitized, but you're like, okay, this is something that happens to everything. Yeah. We just we yeah. just class it up. We make it look nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing cute. Like, no no one dies real cute. Yeah, pretty corpses everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you know. Holy I mean, shit. this got real fucking dark. No, no, but no, but this it. is no, but I think this is a really good. I mean, yeah, this turned into the Delco Young Dems to like now like let us help you deal with your fear of like mortality <laughs> your anxiety about the grave yeah, yeah because you know we're all gonna do it and yeah it's Yeesh. <laughs> you know it's I, I i had to i had to give a whole presentation when i went to temple on this topic so i love it oh man i mean we'll agree to disagree on that one man. well i mean <laughs> life's just a lot easier if you like i'm not now i'm gonna stress you out i can't talk about it anymore because i can see you like yeah, me like leaving I'm... and you having like an existential crisis i'm cool and, i'm cool for now <laughs> but well <laughs> there's still half an apple pie up there that i'm gonna stress eat i'm so. just saying i'm just saying i mean i'm not gonna be able to get my full no. thought out but just <laughs> it's all gonna be all right law of conservation of energy <laughs> i'm good oh man all right let's if anybody wants to talk more about this my phone number is 215 <laughs> Talk more with me about this. <laughs> oh, jeez. Can you imagine? I'll do a spinoff no, podcast I'm... about death. <laughs> I know what I'm talking to my shrink about this week. 
I invited my friends over for a podcast, and then it went south <laughs> real fast. <laughs> we just talked about our funeral arrangements. Maybe this is the field I should get into. Maybe this is my thing. <laughs> As like a weird fucking Dr. Drew yeah. type grief counselor? No. Well, yeah. I was going to say being a mortician, but... I don't know. You know. Maybe this is it. Maybe I'll run a funeral home. Go for it. I don't know what I would do, though. Mm. What would I call it? I have to think about that. I don't want to mm. be cheap and use my last name. <laughs> hmm. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to us with that one. <laughs> at, the, at the Friendsgiving potluck, I expect. At the Friendsgiving first. potluck, <laughs> I will come up and be like, hey, guys, new business plan. <laughs> There's All a right. market waiting for us. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So I'm going to shift gears to my fucking happy place and talk about, uh, since self-care is important, uh, something that we've enjoyed uh, over the past couple weeks that has nothing to do with politics, even though politics has been actually enjoyable over the past week or two, Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as busy as it's fucking been. (sighs) What you got? Um, I... Don't have so much over the past. I mean, like I have things that have made me happy over the yeah. past few weeks, but um, it's actually been the excitement I have for the fact that Spyro comes out in two days. <laughs> the the remastered trilogy, that game. Um, I used to play that all the time when Spyro I was a little the kid. Fucking dragon, dude. Oh, oh it was yeah. so good. Oh, when the dragons were trapped in crystal and you had to like <laughs> set them free, and it was amazing. Uh, but there's that, and then um, the new Pokemon game comes out in like five days. So. Nice. But I mean, aside from that, I've been playing Fortnite and fighting with, I'm assuming, nine-year-old children on the internet. Uh, every once in a while, I get a full-grown adult. <laughs> who says the same exact thing. Yeah, who says the exact same do. thing. I was like, real original. I heard that from yeah. the first grader I played cool. with. Cool, cool, cool. I'm telling my mom you said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm telling your mother. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, as for me, I actually, mine is weird and esoteric. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this training for work where like, we've got to respond to a fake, um, you know, like contract proposal Mm -hmm. and like put together an entire program and like do the budget and everything like that. And weirdly, I'm actually finding the budgeting part, like really cool. Like I just get to stare at a spreadsheet for like six hours and make numbers do things that I want them to until it makes sense. I'm the most boring person I've ever fucking met. (laughs) You don't want to talk about dying. But you want to talk... Well, talk about spreadsheets. You talked about spreadsheets. and Did you see my face? Yes. I'm like breathing real heavy now. (laughs) Now I'm having a panic attack. (laughs) I never would have expected this. But we're finding out things you know, about ourselves now. Whatever, man. Like, I'm, I'm just going to roll with it. You're going to change your whole life into accounting. I'm going to run a morgue. <laughs> I mean, whatever. We're gonna, know, this is our quarter life crisis, apparently. This is the last <laughs> podcast. We are <laughs> hanging up politics and oh, God. branching out into different fields. <laughs> I don't think there's any danger of that happening. But <laughs> you never know. I need to. Maybe that's maybe yeah. that's how I'll make my money. Yeah, but. Pasquale's drink is empty, so I think that means it's about time to wrap it up. We could call it ashes. <laughs> Croaks. Look who croaked. Oh my god. Look who croaked. And then it's gonna be a building, and then I'm gonna be like, Welcome. Yes. yes. That's perfect. <laughs> Run with it. We're going to the fucking Look copyright office tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go. Look who croaked. Guess who croaked. Oh. Guess Jesus. who croaked. And then I'll have it like oh, stamped god. on the urns. Yes. 
Yes. Guess who croaked? And then underneath I'll be like, Gramps. That. Oh, Gramps. Me. Guess who croaked? Me. Oh my God, that'd be psychotic. I was like, this is my urn. I will one day reside in it. Welcome. Welcome to Guess Who Croaked. (laughs) This will one day rest rest under a powerful maple tree in the forest. Yeah, exactly. This will one day be the most bitter lemons you've ever had in your life. I want to be a lemon tree. I, I want my we'll lemon. Tra- I will really... transport you to the Amalfi Coast in Italy. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bury you under a lemon tree. It'll be like eating a warhead. People are like, oh, <laughs> we'll use it to make the most undrinkable limoncello. <laughs> yeah, the most, the most powerful limoncello. <laughs> it'll be like... super bitter and it'll give you like hallucinations. <laughs> It'll be like a vision chasing the yellow fairy yeah exactly <laughs> there's something about that one tree in italy man oh man i love this <laughs> oh my god this is so good, is so good. Uh, oh holy shit seriously i'm dead <laughs> <All> serious <right. laughs> we're not gonna do better than that so i'm gonna i'm gonna end it <laughs> so so i'm gonna thank uh the band tin mouth for letting us use their song generation to generation as our theme song uh, i'm gonna thank everybody out there for voting first of all Uh, And for listening, second of all, uh, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you in the very near future. Take care.